Hey, hey guys. Thank you for joining us once again for another episode of the Just Curious Pod. I'm Haiti. And I'm Melissa. And we have two wonderful guests with us tonight. We have two people joining us today and there's some very special guests, some very special friends, and they can go ahead and introduce themselves. Hello, everybody. I'm Carla. Pleasure to be here. I'm so proud of these ladies and I'm ready to chat with them. That's what's up, Carla. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. And yes. Everybody hey, hey, hey. I'm Candace, and I'm just here to see what this be about. All right, <laughs> Candace. Well, that's right. So, guys, and, and bear with us here because, again, you know, you know, this is just we're just starting this out and all of that. But you know, we have some friends joining us, and it should be interesting. And we're going to be talking about some great stuff. You know, just some hot takes, like always. You know, because this is we're bringing you the lightheartedness, fun, right? Real talk with a pinch of toxic, just a little pinch of toxic. So, um, so yeah, so let's just get right into it, guys. Um, so first off, there's so much going on just the last couple of weeks. I mean, honestly, we can't even keep up. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just from everywhere, right? It's coming from every direction. But obviously, everybody's been talking about, you already know, Kanye. Kanye is the main topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. He's been so for like several months, right? Because there's been just everything that he's been saying, everything he's been doing, um, and although, you know, we appreciate Kanye for his little, I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, Kanye does this, he says some real shit, right? He says some real shit. Let's be real. He does. I feel like Kanye is now at the point where it's like, I think it's a lot of attention seeking. And I just, I think it almost like silences what he's trying to say, you know, like it, it's taken away now from like the real things that he actually is saying. Cause he's just. Seeking attention at this point. So what's the real thing you think he's trying to say? Mm. Well, I think there are some... Okay, so for example, we saw a clip where he was talking about, um, like, the disparity in wealth in America. Like, talking about, like, there's only, what, like, six people that's, like, on the level of, like, yeah, like, him, Jay-Z, and, like, everyone else is white, right? So things like that. Like, just kind of still talking about disparities and, and inequalities. I think Kanye, like has the speaking points, but he just goes very left with it. Mm-hmm. And that's where he like loses the point of like what I think how powerful he could be in getting a message across gets lost because he's narcissistic. That's my opinion personally. Yeah, I think he could do good with his message if he was not like narcissistic. Yeah, but that that's the actual point. I mean, does anybody here watch that show Shameless? I mean, I love he, okay, father, correct. I love Shane. He does Frank. make he makes excellent points, but what it doesn't matter if your lifestyle doesn't match. And mm. so I think no, it's a valid point that he might have something to say, but what does it matter? Your platform yeah. does matter in any yeah. in any yeah. aspect. So well, I agree with that. I agree with that. Ruining his flat platform and then tra- keep trying to make points. Yeah. Like, stop. yeah. Well, stop. so that's what I felt in together, in, in the most recent. Yeah, we can take it. I like that with his most recent interview because I said personally, I'm not going to do an interview with you if you come on and you have a mask on. I just feel like, sir, what are we doing right now? Like, I'm not. It's funny. But like, I'm not going to talk to you. You came here right now with a mask on. I'm not doing it though. I'm not. I'm not about to have a mask on. You were invited on your show in the beginning because he's busy. He's making a statement. He's making a statement, and we all know that. You know, Kanye is very outspoken, right? That's to say the least. But he's also, um, you know, he's comfortable with with how he presents the presentation of his message, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, it's just 
it is what it is. So I, I, I get the theatrics. Like, that's just who he is. He's dramatic. I mean, I have a little bit of drama myself. Like, you know, like so, you know, spruce things up. But nah, I totally get it. I mean, I don't. So what is the point of, like, the anti-Semitism and, like, all that stuff? What's the point? Right, I can't make right. sense of that. I can't make sense of that. I think he's trying to take um, down a giant that's bigger than him out of kind of maybe some type of retaliation or something. I don't know. Um, I think, you know what it is? I think. What's your theory? <laughs> no, go ahead. No, 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 no. Yeah, let us know your theory. Let us know your theory. I just think that there's so much, like you said, about, you know, so like, you know, that group, like the five percenters or whatever, all these people that are just way above us, way above what we can even imagine is in control. A lot of things we think are just random or not. Mm-hmm. not right. Yeah. I just think okay. what he's doing is part of those things that are not Like as their random. agenda. Yeah, there's not, it's not as random. There's something going on to, pertaining to anti-Semitism, because it's not just him. Some other people have been noted for making comments. Where did this come from? Mm-hmm. I right. know, literally wow. nowhere. And that's true. It's you know not random. random. It's not so ever there's, random. There's an agenda, I think, that's just above our head. Hmm. Okay. I okay. think that might be true. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, mean, don't I don't, I don't disagree. And obviously, you know, uh, we, we never really know what's going on, right? Like, we, we think we know. We right? exactly yeah. don't know what's going on. But we definitely, after really watching know. Scandal, we do not know what's going on. <laughs> so, I mean, so, yeah. So, his latest interview with Alex Jones, which is a total nut. I mean, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones is, you know... What like you know Sandy Hook conspiracy theorists like he's wait was that him I made that comment about that was he had to pay them back right he had to pay the money yo millions millions Mm. got sued and they won yeah lawsuit he got millions to pay he has millions to pay I mean people are listening like that to him yeah that's true 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 no and it's 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 you know the state of which we're in I mean obviously a post and and I don't want to just put it all on Trump because I think Trump is just a symptom of a much larger problem right but um. Overall, you know, it's just there's been like this uprising, right? Like this. Mm -hmm. um, But, you know, and and again, that's a whole different conversation. Mainly the point is that Kanye was on um, Alex's Jones show and just went on and, of course, doing what he does best, which is just rant. Right. Mm -hmm. And and he talks some shit. But again, it's just the way he relays the message, dude. He had like a prop with him. Just like he had a freaking like uh, like a Mm -hmm. I guess like a a fishing net. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he had a fishing that he was talking to. And that was, huh. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it was one of those moments where you're just like, all right, you know, Kanye might have lost his shit. Like, yeah. Well, he, was that the Kanye's fight you know like I feel like as a black person already it's like 
that's weird yeah, to me. Yeah, so like that's benefit weird. Of the doubt, I do feel that he's doing some good. He feels he's doing good, right? He feels like he's exposing know, something. But, he's bringing, but, he's but, using his platform. But what is the fight there? I'm, I'm trying to decipher, and I'll be honest with you, ladies. I don't watch a lot of what Kanye does. Yeah, I think yeah. people have to I'm not sure I Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't what, what understand his fight. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. What is it? What is he saying? Is he saying we well, he was posting. Really no, sure. he was like posting what was it, like a swastika and like some other stuff. Like, the, the, well, oh, I, I, guess, I just don't really know what his angle based is. Based on a mm-hmm. conversation, I think he went to a dinner um, with the Trump family and stuff like that. And he, at that dinner, ended up finding out that um, uh, Josh Kushner, which is Jared Kushner, which Jared is, you know, Ivanka's husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Josh Kushner owns, I think, 5% or something or a larger percentage, I'm sorry, of um, skims than he does. And he felt some type oh, of way that's about that's that. That's, mm. that's kids so he was like, oh, shit. So he started going in on the cushion. Oh, that's yeah, what started it? That. Mm, that's not what started it, but it seems to be something motivating him to, like, mm. shit talk them. And, like, he's he's feeling some type of way about that. And he's very big on black ownership. He is. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's all. Like, he's He's been beefing with these companies, Adidas. I mean, because they do exploit. Mm-hmm. Black culture, you know what I mean? I, but I think Kanye is like, black, black culture. But he did that to get out of his contract as well, too. It'd be something big. He was calling them out because they, they were, you know, bootlegging his shit or whatever, not bootlegging, but they were like, right, you know, selling right, a yeah. cheaper version of, yeah. of his items. And that's his, his, cre- his creativity. And he feels he has ownership over that. I mean, I don't knock everything about what he's saying, but again, I think his delivery is off. His delivery is wrong. Yeah, I think, I think he misses the mark. He misses like, the mark. And I think, you know, his mental health issues are ref- are reflective in those moments. You know what I mean? And and, yeah, and we we yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't know about you guys, but you know, most families suffer from mental health, right? They have mm-hmm. family members and stuff like that with either severe issues or mild issues of mental mm-hmm. health. Let's think about it. Like, I mean, most most families, most people of color have suffered a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. So they have I mean, and, and it's not just people of color, I mean in general. Mm-hmm. People have all sorts of traumas. Mo- I think most of us are on the moderate scale of mental health issues. That's my theory. I think most of us are on the mild. Mm-hmm. I think the pe- I'm at the moderate. There are a few in the mild that are pretty enlightened, mm-hmm. and then very few also on the severe end. And most of us are on the moderate, but we cope with alcohol, mm-hmm. with whatever, whatever, with people. Mm-hmm. We cope with our kids. And, you know, we cope with all kinds of reasons. So. I agree with what you're saying. I do agree. Mm-hmm. I, I I wish that his mental health didn't invalidate his points. I do wish that. Mm. But it doesn't matter. We got to deal in the now. Right. And the, you know what I mean? Like, that's just yeah. not a reality. But I do agree. I, I will say, I, you know, it does suck, though. He has valid points, sort of. Sort of. I mean, again, I just don't know what he's trying to achieve. And that's all I'm saying. If you have, like, I think sometimes celebrities are also far removed where they think they're like fighting the good fight, but they're so far removed from reality that it's like, what are you even talking about right now? Like, what issues are you actually addressing that affect people? Nothing. Because we can easily ignore him just as easily as we can talk about him. You know, like, it's like, what are you talking about, Kanye? Okay, you're blocked on Twitter. Great. I still got to work tomorrow. Like what? (laughs) You know what I find too? It's really tough these days to kind of decipher what the battle is. Like we are what millennials, right? 
Right. So mm-hmm. we grew up through what we could say kind of like the ending stages of what were was like a mass racism. Everything is kind of pushed on the forefront right now. Mm-hmm. And so we find ourselves at the forefront of this idea of black beauty, of this and of that. And then along comes Asian hate. Along comes anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. We're like, wait, what? Right at the same time. Yeah. So we're like, wait, wait, what are we? Like, That's trying true. to figure yeah. out what are we fighting? What's, What's the battle? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I can say, like we were talking about, actually having been to a Holocaust museum and actually having been in Germany and to some of those places in Holocaust camps, I mean, I think the fight we think we're fighting is not probably what it seems either, even as Black people. That's mm-hmm. the truth. That's that nice. is the truth. Yeah. But yeah. I think we're getting closer, but I don't think we're there yet. We think we're fighting something and... I don't know. We don't have the power that they <laughs> yeah, have. For sure. It's about power and money. I don't think we quite figured it out. I'll be the truth. And maybe Kanye is where I am. You, th- you think you so? there's a lot of distractions exactly. and stuff like that? There's so much. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Wait a minute. That matters. Wait a minute. Oh, they matter too. Wait, yeah. And you're kind of like, everybody's mm-hmm. kind of so trying to decipher. And you know, some of it's definitely distractions, though, from what's actually yeah. happening. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on? What's Yo. a distraction, Candace? What huh? do you think is a distraction? Like when things happen in the social media world, you're like, what is this? Meanwhile, something can simultaneously be happening. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is a random example, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. But it's on my brain. Like when the guy, this movie called Kill the Messenger with Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. And it's about, it's a real life like biopic about the guy who outed that the government planted crack into the black neighborhoods Ooh, in the 80s. That. And he had all the proof and all the leads. And he published a large manual on how like the CIA went into things. And there was a movie with Tom Cruise, so I think it's called Is It American Made, mm-hmm. where he was a pilot oh, and they assassinated man. him. He was doing that. Mm. They kind of touch on it a little bit in um Franklin saying, gosh. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Snowfall. Snow, thank you. Snowfall. Yeah, yeah, Snowfall. You're right, you're right. They, they kind of touch on it a little bit, but he produced the packet, right? Mm-hmm. The distraction was at the time what was going on in the eighties was a Monica Lewinsky thing going on with Clinton. Mm. So that was a huge check. Now nobody's even thinking about why is all these black and brown people locked up in jail for nothing? Why do we have all these crack babies dying in NICUs and crying in NICUs? They're not worried about that. We're worried about who sucked whose dick in the White House. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what, I think that was the scandal that distracted, but it's, also, it's a lot of things that's always going on. Yeah. And there's things that we should really be focused on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Good so, point. Yeah. Dang it, Candace, I've not gotten an updated movie list from you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> to know, I mean, like, that. Yeah, I know. They shot him in the head and in the chest, and they said, "Oh, it's a suicide." Because <laughs> you wonder about when you're—that's the whole thing about journalism wow. when it's at play. That movie was really good. It's about Yo, you think you're breaking a story, and like those higher ups at one to five percent, whatever they are. Oh, honey, they control everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of fuck shit going on. And the media, uh, uh, the media pops the a lot of that. I mean, this is a toxic take right now. We're just like, you know, talking about, you know, all the drama and all the stuff going on with that. But I mean, that interview, again, was, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's like how many more? I think people were kind of just a little bit. Let's like, over it. Hashtag bring back the old Kanye. We made a college dropout. That's what I'm saying. saying that, we made a dark, right. twisted fantasy Kanye. Honestly, and it's hard to say even if that Kanye was still even exists. He does not exist. No, I don't After so. his mom died, after yeah. Donna died, like, I think that was... That Kanye was gone. That yeah. Long time. Hey, 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 guys, wait a minute. Jeez, he can come back. Everybody's so fine. Yeah, that's possible. No, that's I don't possible. know. I don't know. I don't know. 
no, no, no. So the reason why I say I don't think that, like, I think as we go through life, we build on ourselves, whether it's like good experiences, yeah. bad experiences, yeah. memories, things like that. They all build together. And like, that's why we're always changing and evolving. So to say, like, I can never go back to 25-year-old me. I won't be that. Like, titties high and everything. Like, no, I won't be that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, but seriously, you know, I won't. <laughs> but, you know, but I mean, I won't ever be that person because, like, I've gone through different experiences now. So I'm not saying it in a way that, like, he's locked in a box. But I don't think we'll ever experience. Like, that Kanye was struggling. He was grinding. He was, like, trying to prove himself, like, I feel like he wasn't necessarily on his God tip yet at that point. And that was like a, that was a special time for Kanye. Whereas now he's just different. That's <laughs> it. Okay. He's different that. and crazy. And I don't mean that like in a disrespectful way. Cause I know like sometimes, you know, we, we tend to say people with mental health issues are crazy, but I yeah. think he's, he's, cr he's crazy good in music, right? Like he's a genius. We all know that we've seen his work, right? We, we love his music. But that same, I guess, you know, is eccentric, you know. There's always a straight thing, yeah, like, exactly. when you have also, the, yeah. yeah on the other end, and I think sides. he's obsessed with being president. I don't know. He's obsessed with this notion. Yo, if people start president. voting for this man, and like, they voted for Harambe. Yo, in this interview, he, in this interview, he, he basically says how, he, he talks about how he asked Trump to be his running mate. Oh, did you hear what Trump said in response to his visit there? That's like, like, like I don't know exactly what he was like. The, the, the gist of the energy was like he's like kind of not a nobody, but like, like you're just a regular black man. A nigga, or whatever he didn't say nigga, but like oh, the gist yeah, of the yeah, energy of like, mm -hmm. like it, it was implied, like he's just insignificant. Like oh yeah, he's here, whatever. He has some mental health issues or something like that. Like so you bigging up this person and thick mm -hmm. this person so much, and this is how he speaks on you or on your visit to his home. I think so, he, so when I saw the post, all the comments was just like, stay your ass home. Like, you see, you was doing too much, and mm, now look where it got your nose. He idolizes Trump on that aspect. I don't know. Kanye just, Kanye needs a role model. Like, he used to look up to Jay-Z. What happened to those days? So, yeah, so moving on, moving on. Um, we're going to talk about just, you know, a moment of clarity, I guess. I mean, this was a big thing. I mean, I, I think it impacted... A few people that saw it really was um, on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, Scrappy had a moment with his mom, Mama D, where, um, yeah, I mean, I think it was deep, you know, they they pretty much, he kind of confronted her and just kind of let out his frustrations. And I think something that a lot of men, you know, have pent up inside, but don't really talk about. So, I mean, we all saw the clip. Um, what did you guys think? What, what were you guys' thoughts on that? How I feel, especially <laughs> growing up in a black household, you it's a lot of things that you just can't say you know what i'm saying you grow up like yeah. biting your tongue and even as adults we it's a lot of things that you still are not going to say and i think that's a lot of the shift that's happening with kids that are growing up because these babies are built different they're just they're going to say it and i think that you go through so many traumas growing up that we repress mm -hmm. and i think that controls who we are and how we maneuver as adults so i actually was very proud of him for vocalizing that in mama d about what happened and how he grew up because that affected every decision that he's made into a man. And that was in tears. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I was proud of watching that. Like, dang, a lot of people need to have a heart to heart with their parents. Like, take your parent off that pedestal. They're human. They have their own life stories. And they have their own decisions. She was running a whole, whole house. Mm -hmm. she, but she had food on the table because of that. Right. 
Right. So, but she's a person. You yeah, know what and, I'm saying? And, I, and so, I definitely thought it was important. And I love the fact that he told her, he was like, you know, all those, you know, he, he's like, I, I suffered. Yeah, I suffered some trauma. There were some things that, you know, scared me, you know, as a little boy. He's like, you know, you stole my mama and I love you. Mm-hmm. He's like, I love you. And I, and, you know, you provided you, you know, you helped me with my career. He's like, you know, you helped me, you helped me with my dreams. So that, I think that was also important how he yeah, also it added took him in there. almost 40 years to say that. The thing for me, though, when I watch the clips after, I don't know if I feel like she still received what he was saying, though. Mm -hmm. She was still on the defense and saying, like, oh, well, your, you know, your rap career benefited from this. That's how you made your money. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, while I think the forum was a little bit, I don't know if I would have expressed it in that setting, but maybe it just came naturally. But at the same time, I don't know if she still got it. And that's what actually makes me sad is that he really poured his heart out. And I still think, like, she missed the point, you know, like. And I think a lot of times women are put in in a corner where we have to be so strong and hard. Like, he said that. He said, you're hard. Bambi's hard. Everybody's hard around me. But I feel like, you know, even she missed that vulnerable moment because it was like, she's probably always had to justify her actions and say, I did take care of my kids. I put food on the table, all this stuff. But like, I don't know. I just think it was still, she it didn't like hit home. She had to be hard. I, I completely agree with you. I think yeah. when I was watching the clip, um, I was thinking the wife, um, Bambi. appeared to have, Bambi, thank you guys, um, appeared to have, <laughs> understood and she mm-hmm. appeared to have grasped the energy of the moment mm-hmm. but i was thinking, i think almost everyone else yeah, did i was thinking the mom did not i was like mm, she looks like you know maybe even either she's still performing i or i'm not sure you know but i don't think she grasped it at all or if she did she did not let on maybe they yeah. had another conversation behind the cameras or whatever. well i i yeah. would hope so but i i do know also as a mom I think that's hard. You try so hard and you want to be, I think you want to be the hero in the story. Like you want your kids to look at you a certain way. You want them to, you know, just think you're the best thing ever. And so I do think that's hard also to receive that. So she may not receive that for a long time. It may take her a long time and, you know, maybe eventually she will, but I hope so because I do think that was a huge moment. Like I thought I should do respond, but I don't remember what she said. No, when she, no, oh, she, when she came back, it was kind of just talking about, yeah. Just talking, Not on the clip, At the like, moment, she, she seemed like, like it, but did. after it did seem like she was kind of more on the defense. But no, she posted, I'm telling you. I oh, heard, okay. I heard okay. Aaron, people commenting that she posted. I mean, like, it was on Shade Around. That's how I get most of my news. And she But I also I think, like, we're talking to people like that's like our parents' age and different generation. It's really hard for them to receive messages. Because yeah. they do the best that they can that for, for what they have mm-hmm. and their that, abilities. I'll say right? this. So, yeah. I'll say this. And it's I, all love. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. their perspective. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. If, I, if she really understood his points, I think she would have tried to get him help a long time ago. Because, I mean, you do things in the moment because you have to do We're not talking that. that. Those, yeah, we're yeah. not talking that. Not that's not no, part of that's our what culture, I'm saying. Though. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Her, her, like, because we're saying, oh, she didn't really receive that well. No, she didn't because she's not, she's not aware. She's not, mm-hmm. she, she's not able to acknowledge the effect that that truly had on him. Because if she did, she would have tried to get him help. She would have been like, oh, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But, but the fact that she doesn't even, she's like, oh, well, you know, but I helped you trick career, put money on the table and it, it, it you know, whatever it, 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 it actually served the purpose that it was supposed to, which, which was for us to survive. I don't think she sees past that. 
Yeah. yeah. I get what and you're and saying. And if I could say something, I had this conversation recently with some other business owners and it doesn't just apply to business. I think it applies to motherhood as well. I think that, and this is prior to the era of Instagram. Listen, our children, they don't know our journey at all. Mm-hmm. You put so much into it, so much background. The assumption is that your child should be grateful and or your consumer. So sometimes as a mm. consumer, you're like, I got up extra early just to come here yep. and prepare for this thing, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever your consumer is. Or your child is like, you know, like me, I'm like, I had hella nausea and I never took one medicine. Okay. I walked around busy every day for nine mm-hmm. But the assumption is that that person or child should be grateful for everything you went through. Mm-hmm. But the reality is they don't know. They don't, they they don't know. Okay, that's they true. Don't know. That's so I think the problem sometimes lies in that the fact that a lot of uh, mothers have gone through a lot, but there was no avenue to share it. There's no Instagram. There's no Facebook. There's no journal that they may have written in. Your child mm-hmm. doesn't actually know the half of what you right. right. So we're thinking she wasn't receptive, but in her mind, she's playing back. I went through this. I did this. I did that. Yeah. I did this. And although his points are valid, I hired 10 hoes. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think we just don't know. And I did laundry is, today. It's, it's none of his business. He doesn't even have to know because it's not his fault. Why is he so, <laughs> yeah. That's a very, I think that's a great perspective to share because I think we're all focusing on what Scrappy, because Scrappy got emotional, you know, because Mm -hmm. Scrappy got emotional in the way he was conveying his message. Like, yo, everybody else around him kind of like, you know, felt the same way. Probably thinking about their own trauma, right? And like their triggers as far as their moms and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So overall, I mean, I think, yeah, we're focusing more on what how Scrappy fell and just his emotional reaction. But at the end of the day, yo, like you're right, like mm-hmm. she she's probably running down all the sacrifices and all the shit that she did that she's probably ashamed of. Or you know, but but in that Scrappy. same breath, you yeah. have to say that the key to maturity is understanding that it doesn't matter that it doesn't matter. Like that's the conversation mm-hmm. I had with right. the business person. They were like, these consumers are ungrateful. They're this. I said, what you did to please them is none of their business. All they care about That's is true. Give it, that is giving true. the info. All they care about product. is their info. Yeah. If you went above and beyond, nobody that was cares your about the choice. Mm-hmm. And That's the same true. thing with your child. So to me, the mark of, of maturity is saying, "Hey, it doesn't matter what I went through. Tell mm-hmm. me how I hurt you." Candace, did you share your thoughts about exactly what you thought about the clip with Scrappy and Mike? Oh, yeah, I went first. Oh, mm-hmm. my bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we got everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think you chimed in. Yeah. So you had to say yeah. it. What, what I feel like, what I didn't hear fully, fully what you had to say. Okay. Um, pretty much just my take was, um, I thought that's important. I think moments like that, and especially like seeing that on TV is very powerful because it's, it's, I think it's, it's breaking that stigma that men can't share their feelings. You know what I mean? And to see somebody like, you know, a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like rappers are hood, rappers are hard. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they're not supposed to, you know what I mean? That's not, that's not conducive to their image, right? Like they don't Mm -hmm. ever want to like show any type of weakness or whatever softness. And I think for him to share that was, was good. I think it's a turning point because I think once you start seeing that on TV and you start seeing people exposing that like that, um, I think it's it's just a change. It normalizes it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It normalizes. And I think, you know, we're in an era of, of, you know, mental health 
you know, just, just being more, uh, more awareness about it and people mm-hmm. kind of dealing and going to therapy. Therapy's mm-hmm. cool now. Therapy's so good. therapy's so, cool can, now. Can I ask a question then? So you and I have sons. I don't know if we're allowed to say that. But absolutely. Okay? Yeah. So absolutely. you and I have sons <laughs> and then the other half of the table has daughters. But mm. we know that we're in a different era, right? Where what it means to be a man is changing. Yeah. So I wonder if anybody is worried about that. I say that because, like I said, sensitivity and all of that things is something that's being more embraced. And I'm not shunning it. I'm wondering now, as a mother, how much of it we're supposed to embrace in order for the things to um, continue to be what they are now. Like, I mean, I'm not to say that things are great now. Everything can use improvement, but everything is changing. And I wonder how much sensitivity we're supposed to embrace as, you know what I mean? Versus, because the, the, I mean, the scale is changing. It really is changing. It has to. So I'm trying to figure out, like, is anybody else worried about masculinity, what that means um, for the future? Because we talk a good bit. I know everyone is saying it's okay. Sensitivity is fine. But at the end of the day, they want the man to do X, Y, and Z. If not in the bedroom, in the home. They want them to be manly. That's oh, the truth. Oh, yeah, Corey on this way over here. He'll jump down on this podcast. <laughs> Corey. But so that's, that's my thing. Like, where, where do we sit on that? Because that's the truth. We're talking yeah. about kind of we embrace, we want it. So I'll speak on that. I will speak on that. Because that's, yeah. most of my friends have boys. Mm-hmm. And I do think a lot of times y'all are really soft with boys right but but i will say it's a double standard Mm -hmm. because i do catch myself being like that with my daughter and it's kind of like well why is that okay versus like not with the boy because i honestly i think our black and brown boys they need compassion they need Mm -hmm. to know they can show vulnerability they they can can cry all these things but I just, I don't know. No, 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 no. But that's important because for the health of a marriage, that's important. But I just think, like, I, I guess what, the things that I wouldn't want to see lost, like, when I'm thinking of my child, you know, possibly getting married one day is, you know, yeah, the things that we do rely on men for and, like, look to a man for. Like, I don't, those things you don't ever want to get lost. But I also think a lot of, no, but I think a lot of things are inherent, though. What'd you say, Candace? I think it's inherent coddled. anyway. Candace has a chip. <laughs> Thing, but people that I mean, of course you show them love, of course you show them affection, but overly coddling him, like mm-hmm. you can't do any wrong. I think just creates what kind of person. All extremes are bad. All extremes right. are bad. What so kind of certain go- characteristics does that grow into? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, I'm not gonna say this example because I forgot what he was saying, but it was something along the lines of um, constantly like fixing things that your kids do. Like, what is that teaching them to be mm-hmm. as an adult? Like, is he gonna be sitting around waiting for women to always do something and fix something or have this certain level of entitlement? for that and it creates conflict later on as an adult just little things they're talking mm. about and i was like okay but everything doesn't always necessarily grow into something else mm. but dating a caribbean man it will grow into that so you openly coddle him i i'm jamaican and i my friends know I don't have no interest in dating a Jamaican man. I would never date a Jamaican man because I do see how Jamaican women raise their boys. And for me, it's a no. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's always the other. And, you know, I, I always talk about, I'm going to talk about Mario. You know, I feel like a lot of times, like, he has a very hard exterior and it takes a lot to break that down. So there has been. <laughs> but i'm the same way also i'm the same way so you know it's like 
you know, you have to find that balance somewhere in between. But I will say, you know, culturally, yeah, for me, dating a Jamaican was just absolutely not interested. It's a no. Yeah, just based on what it's you do no. in your experiences. Yeah. Like yeah, no, I mean, that happens. And that's true. Yo, same thing. I have a tough time. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, when it comes to, like, Hispanic men, particularly Dominicans, because of that. Because, I mean, that's my, you know, that's culturally, you know, my parents are Dominican. And Dominican men, yo, I saw the way my mom treated my dad. My mom worked. Like had her own, you know, had her business, stuff like that. But she always was expected to come home, cook a meal and like, yo, serve this man, do his laundry, do all the shit. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, you know, like, yeah. why, why are you obligated to do all these things from this man? Like you guys are in this together. Like, why is it that culture? And that's something that I don't agree with. And I'm not okay with that. Mm -hmm. I want a partnership. I want a man that's going to help me. And, you know, we do things together. And, you know, when I'm tied up, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own business. So let me ask you. So what does that mean for how you're raising your son? Yeah, because that's the that's question. The implication. You're saying, you saying like that's what you heard. Mm -hmm. How does that affect the way you raise your child? Yeah, because this generation's already. My son, my son is five years old, mm -hmm. and already, um, I let him know very quickly. I'm like, girls can do everything boys can do. You're expected to do just as much. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna get special treatment because you're a boy. As a matter of fact, um, his grandmother from you know from his dad's side or whatever. Her, um, she's she's Mexican. She's of Mexican descent. Mm -hmm. And very quickly, I'm just I try to be aware of a lot of things, right? Yeah. Because obviously, that all their environment and all the things that you say around them affects them, right? Mm -hmm. And and those are the messages that they're getting. It's not yeah. what they're seeing you do necessarily. It's more so the messages. Yeah. And then the stuff they're around. So, anyways, so she made a comment. You know what I mean? With his cousin was around, and she's a girl. You know, just a year older than him and stuff like that. And they were playing around. And the grandmother pretty much tells him, he's like, oh, yeah, like you have the advantage. Tell her, no, that you need that toy to give it to you because you're the man. Oh, and I was like, no, no ma'am. Especially children. No, ma'am. No. I stepped no. in immediately. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. no, because I am not teaching my son to treat women as if they're less than him because they're women. I was like, no, that is not the message I want to give him. And not to whatever, because I do understand that sometimes we're not even aware. Like, you know, she was probably right. doing that because that's just what she's she been, was she's been And those are messages yeah. that she's received. Yeah. So she's just pushing that along. But I quickly, I was like, no, no, no. I'm very conscious of that. And I tell him always, I'm like, yeah. Because he tells me, he's like, oh, you know, especially now. He's like, oh, those are, I want to do boy things. I want to do girl things. I was like, well, girl things and boy things, I do the same thing. Like making no, them, no, make no, them no. come in the kitchen with you. Yes, I do oh, no. no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not true. Girl, what? Girl, boy things are not the same. Well, this is the point. This is the conversation I was trying to have. Not to say that it directly pertains to Lil Scrappy. But, no, but that's what I was going to say. Scrappy by itself. And I was like, no, it's Lil We can move on from that. Okay. But not that it directly pertains to him, because I think he had valid reasons for showing his sensitivity. Right? Why it made me say that is because I do feel often caught in between those worlds. I, I have to say that as a mother of young boys, I feel like there's attack, an attack on masculinity these days as a whole, mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. There are certain things that a boy should learn. There are certain manly characteristics a boy should okay. learn. Not speaking down to a woman, I don't say that's one Well, of that's them. my point. But the assertiveness, assertiveness necessary to walk into a room and own it as a man but I would important. treat I would treat my daughter to do the same. That that that's that, so that's not a manly. Quality. That's a compelling point. But he needs to be able to feel that way with men by itself. He oh, has yeah. to be able to feel like a man with men. If you call her your boy, he's going to feel like a man around among women. He has to feel like a man around men. That there's oh, a different no. quality there. I'm, oh, okay, mm. I get what you're saying. There's a difference. Yeah. So I said you can't. I I I'm not 
fully disagreeing with you. I'm saying I feel like there's an attack on masculinity to the point where it's a little bit different to figure out how to teach your sons how to be a man, a man amongst men. Mm-hmm. We know that they can be. A man I can't teach him. I can't teach him how to be a man. He's gonna I'm not learn that on his own. Okay. No, no, no. He's gonna learn that through his father. Exactly. His father is very much so a part of his life. So yeah. that's that's the point. And there's yeah. certain things that honestly are gonna she be can't teach him. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, oh yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. some yeah. things that I'm not gonna be able to teach him as yeah. a woman that I'm not aware of. I don't. I don't experience the world as a man. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. As a matter yeah. of fact, you know there are some disadvantages, right? That we we suffer through mm-hmm. every day as women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know people are just like oh, we're immediately having to prove ourselves. Yeah. Walking into a room in ways that men don't have to. Yeah. And they're probably sure. dumber and don't have the same skill set and are, and are much, you know, ill prepared and, and don't have the knowledge that we have. Right? right. But then again, we still walking in have to prove ourselves as women. Yeah. But I just want to, and maybe this is the idealistic part of me, but I want to raise my son understanding that just because you're a man doesn't mean you're better, even though society is going to tell you that a whole bunch. You're not going to get that message from me. Because I'm a woman, and so I definitely I, don't. You think society? I think the truth. Oh, okay. for sure. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think the truth is somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess being a woman and also having a girl, I have a uh, a different task, a different charge in life, right? right? And I do feel like my job is one teaching my daughter one like you're badass you can do whatever you want but i firmly do believe i do think there i believe in gender roles and i do also believe that there are differences for example i tell you all the time being in the military i hated the shit because i'm not gi jane i don't want to be like my male counterpart we're not the same right you didn't recruit me for that reason don't i don't want to be the same as a man i'm not going to be a seal i'm not going to be a ranger none of that right so Sometimes it's the same as racism. Like if we don't identify the differences, we also do an injustice. So we have to identify the differences. But where I will say black and brown people are losing major, 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 major is our emotional IQ. Like all of that. So I don't think either of you are wrong. Like I still, I firmly believe in gender roles. Like I, when I, I tell Mario all the time, I married you because you're so like, resourceful and amazing and like i can count on you for shit like like i can survive with you like i'm yeah, you're not gonna sure. be short no no but i'm saying like like but i count on a man for i do count on a man for things no matter how independent or strong i know i am i still count on a man for certain things but i do think at the same exact time there is that need for the emotional coddling i do think there is a need for that because we're so below the standard that there's room for them to have that space. And even women too, our black women too. How strong are we trying to be? We got to be so strong. Like why? All the time we have to be strong, you know, and imagine the men. That's, it's even harder for them. So, you know, I want to see our boys be boys. I want to see our men be men, but I, I still think, yeah, they got to have that room and that like, freedom to be able to actually express themselves and yeah. you know we be like 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 tighten up manna manna mm-hmm. you know and it's like yeah no I, I tell my son all the time I'm like yo yeah I cry <laughs> oh I'm sad being sad looks like you could be sad whenever you feel sad I, I don't and, and and my son is tough because I mean my son does karate I put him in sports you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I want to be you know, I want it to be well-rounded is ultimately what I want. But I definitely don't want it to be emotionally stunned or, or, or have, like, low emotional intelligence. Mm. Nah. Fact, yeah, I don't. Because you can't, you can't empathize. That, that, that makes you, makes it hard for you to take other people into consideration when you feel like you can't, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I always feel like that's a luxury though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I don't think everyone gets to even enjoy that freedom. I don't think that life divvies that out equally to people. But I think it's safe to say everyone sitting here, that is something that we can teach our kids. Like we do have that luxury to allow them to actually develop their emotional IQ and not always feel like they're in survival mode and all. Because at the end of the day, if you're just trying to survive, if you're just trying to do whatever, you don't care about none of that stuff. The truth is you know, when you know so, better, you should do better. Yeah. None of our children, and I feel like this, I believe this is most of the case for most millennials these days. We've, we've worked hard. The millennials have worked hard. None of our children, for the most part, are in survival mode. Right. We were in survival mode. Yeah. No, and that's, and that's yeah, what, what I'm saying. I, I think that we, we have the luxury to allow that. Yeah, no, I think that they have that luxury. No, the reason I say that is because none of them are in survival mode. That means we literally have to intentionally teach them that masculinity, essentially. I think a lot of our... But they go through their own struggles, though. It just looks different than what it looked maybe, like for maybe, us. Maybe they have a lot of other stuff to deal with. No, they got a lot of other stuff to deal with. It just looks different. Ice cream, you upset? But when I think, especially, we'll see it more as our kids get older because we all have really young kids. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think every generation has their own struggle. The editing on this shit. Oh, you got that? 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 Oh,